Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., or 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Well, today, uh, the Chapel of the Cross remembers Constance and her companions, uh, a group of nuns and other folks, uh, including uh, Charles Parsons, uh, a priest who was married to a member of the John Stone family uh, who built this chapel. And so we hold this feast in this parish very dear, and we remember it on a Sunday. And those, uh, Constance and her companions, uh, died in Memphis. They are known as the martyrs of Memphis, uh, caring for those who were struggling uh, with the yellow fever epidemic in that city. And so we, we remember that day um, with great seriousness and celebration of their life here at the Chapel of the Cross. And I must begin my thoughts on this feast day with a bit of a confession that I struggle with these stories of sacrifice in the stories of holy women and holy men and in, in the Bible. Maybe it's because I have lived a, a fairly charmed life. I have dealt with death of, of parents and grandparents, um, but besides that, I've been very lucky and very, very blessed. And so I struggle when I read of these sacrifices, and I wonder how I would react if I was called upon to make such a sacrifice. I think of Jesus' Uh, metaphor in the gospel this morning of a seed and how that seed must die in biological terms in order to germinate in the ground and then become a great plant. And who knows how many other plants and grandchildren and great-grandchildren that one seed might create. But in order for that process to begin, the seed itself has to die. I think of our Old Testament reading. The story of Job and all that he went through, all that he lost, and yet maintained his faith. It goes without saying that we remember on this 11th day of September the great tragedy of the bombings on 9-11 in New York and D.C. and Pennsylvania. And those first responders who as other folks were rushing out to safety, they rushed in to save more lives. And when I think about stories of sacrifice, 
the one story in the Bible that I immediately think about is the story of Abraham and Isaac. And that was a story that I scratched my head about even before I had children, but now as I beheld, behold these beautiful beings that have been such a blessing in my life, and think about what Abraham was called to do, I have to admit, I really struggle with that. I look at their little faces as they sleep at night, and all I want to do is to protect them and to keep them safe. And then to think about Abraham must have looked at his son, a son that he had waited for for so long, and then to be asked by God to sacrifice him. I really struggle with that. But there is a great tradition in Scripture of struggling with God. Jesus says in the very Gospel this morning that his soul is troubled. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as he knew he was about to be betrayed and arrested and beaten, and convicted in a sham trial, and executed. Jesus said, Father, would that this cup pass from me. Jesus struggled with what he was called to do. Moses, in the Old Testament, would often talk to God in this way, when God wanted to uh, kill all of the Israelites after they betrayed him. He said, what if I could find so many righteous what if I could find a smaller number of righteous? There was this give and take between Moses and his God. There's the story of Jacob. Right before Jacob went and crossed over uh, the river Jordan into Israel with the, uh, with the Israelites, and there at the bank of the river, an angel appears, and they wrestle. And they wrestle all night long. There's a great tradition in Scripture of wrestling with what God is calling us to do. And so I wish I had an answer. I wish I had an easy bow to tie up this story with. I wish I had something that could uh, alleviate my own discomfort and guilt with my wrestling. But I don't. I must have missed that day in seminary. But what I do know is the comfort I find in today's gospel final sentences. For Jesus says, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. In all that we might face in our life, God is with us, and God has, has us in his hands. God will show us the way. And even if we are called upon to make a great sacrifice, whether that is dealing with an addiction, or dealing with a horrible prognosis, or a vocational change, perhaps a financial change, or a call to a financial gift, or maybe it's a personal sacrifice, a sacrifice that you never contemplated or dreamed of. 
no matter what you are being called to, God is with you and you are not alone. So as we celebrate and contemplate the many sacrifices we remember on this day, Constance and her companions, Jesus, the victims of 9-11. I think we are called to contemplate what we are called to do. What sacrifices are, is God calling us to make? And when you hear that call, when you discern that call, how do you respond? Do you ignore it? Do you say, I, I really don't have time for that right now? Have you seen my calendar? It's very full. Or do you wrestle with God? Do you engage with God? Do you ask, why am I being called to do this? What do you want me to do? How will I survive this great sacrifice? I think God wants us to engage in that kind of real, honest conversation in prayer, in conversations with family and friends, in study of Scripture. Because in that conversation, in that wrestling, in that wondering, in that struggle, the Holy Spirit moves. The Holy Spirit is present. And I guess what I do know is that the Holy Spirit will lead us in the right way. Amen.